From the Financial Times in London, I'm Patrick Jenkins, the financial editor at the FT, and this is FT News. The topic of short-termism in investment is in the news in part because of recent commentary by the likes of JP Morgan's Jamie Dimon and legendary investor Warren Buffett. In the UK, a charity-based project called Banking Futures is pushing a similar agenda. I'm joined by Jessica Ground from Schroders, the investment group, to talk about the importance of long-term investment. Jessica, thanks very much for coming in to talk to us about Banking Futures. You've been involved in this project for some time, and it's all very much a part of trying to reinvent banking, the way that we do banking culturally. Exactly. I think quite rightly, after the banking crisis, we had a lot of conversations about what we don't want from banks. We don't want them to be casinos. We don't want bankers to be overpaid. But we hadn't actually stepped back and thought about what we do want banks to do. How can they serve the economy and serve customers? And this is what this project was aimed at doing. And this week you had a pretty landmark event actually in the City of London, didn't you, to launch this project and your thoughts about what banking and banks should be looking like in the future. What was amazing about the event is that we had representatives from civil society, we had regulators, including Andrew Bailey, we had investors, and we had bankers in the room talking about the future. I'm relieved to say there weren't any fistfights, and there was actually some quite constructive dialogue about the need to have more conversations like this if we're going to build a system that serves the economy. So if you had to pick one thing that everyone agreed on, what banks should be, as you say, not what they shouldn't be, and how to achieve that, what was the priority recommendation, if you like? I think the most important thing that came out actually is something around culture. But what we've done is we've created a culture of regulation and box ticking. And we haven't actually created a culture in the banks where they think about how they serve their customers and meet their long-term needs, whether they be retail customers or business customers. And in having these feedbacks where we actually had businesses and consumers, banks were able to sort of start bottoming out what those end customers need. And then very importantly as well, banks have been saying to investors such as ourselves, well, this is all very well and good, but you still want quarterly earnings. And actually, we were able to have conversations that said, no, we do want you to be investing in the right kind of technology platforms. We're worried about the threat of online lenders. And we do want you selling products that don't just make short-term profits, but are really in the long-term best interest of the customers. So I think banks felt quite relieved by that. So do we need then to get away from the whole norm of banks, in particular, reporting results every quarter? Well, we're certainly very supportive of the moves in the UK that all companies can reduce their quarterly earnings reporting. And indeed, a few months ago, we wrote to all of our UK equity holdings asking them to review. Quarterly earnings can quite often lead to quite a lot of debate around a short-term noise. We're long-term investors and we're much more interested in having deep dives into things that don't really get discussed, how much is being spent on technology, how much is being spent on risk, rather than how has a company just performed in 13 weeks. And how does that proposal in the UK compare with what other investors want? And also, how does it fit into the global landscape where in some big economies, there's an actual legal requirement to report every quarter, isn't there? 
I definitely don't think of the point where we're going to change the US and the love of quarterly earnings. But I think it's interesting that we've already seen some of the big names in the US market, Jamie Dimon and Warren Buffett, sitting down to talk about the corporate governance environment. And indeed, we've seen Larry Fink very publicly throughout last year from BlackRock talking about the balance between dividends and reinvesting in the business. So I think this focus on long-termism, we're starting to see it on both sides of the Atlantic. And I actually think that having fewer quarterly earnings might be tougher for you guys as journalists. And there are definitely some people in the market who like to trade around that type of news. But long-term investors like ourselves, which is a really important stable capital base, remember equity capital is meant to be long-term risk-bearing capital. To me, it seems really appropriate that we focus on the long-term. Well, good luck with that. And also with the broader Banking Futures Initiative. Jessica, thank you very much for joining us. For more on this topic and other banking news, listen to Banking Weekly, which you can download from ft.com slash podcasts. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's Corient.com. Here at Bellingcat, we get to the bottom of things. From a global crisis to an underreported event, we find the facts using publicly available tools and resources, uncovering what is hidden on and below the surface. We connect the dots using social media posts, satellite images, and public records, and empower others to do the same by sharing how we do it. The ability to do so is only made possible by our readers, supporters, and community members. Care to join us? Learn how at bellingcat.com.